0: Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. What a beautiful throw by the Baker. Big job. Hasta la vista,
1: baby. Touchdown!
0: Hi, guys. Welcome in to the OBR Film Breakdown. Is this is uh, your host Jake Burns, and this is your Wednesday morning edition. It is a weird, it's a weird evening. I'm sitting here recording 11:19 Eastern Time, and I, I think, I think you guys know by now. Uh, obviously, if unless you uh, live off of social media, and by by that matter, I'd imagine some application you use for for sports information has delivered to you. Uh, Baker Mayfield's uh, Instagram post that is also posted on his Twitter, breaking his social media silence and essentially sending a a cast of doom that the breakup that we have all thought was coming. I think there have been some people to deny it. I have not been one to deny it, uh, that that, that the Browns could be in a fractured relationship with Mayfield for many reasons. Some we have indicated on this podcast. Some I think will come out later later. But his post on social media, and I will read it to you again, uh, has is 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 really an it's interesting time. You know what? I won't read it to you, right? I, I won't read it to you. But to me, it all but indicates now he's still on the roster, but it all but indicates this is over, right? This this relationship with Mayfield is uh is over. And um I don't I don't listen, they could they could find a way back. It's just like nothing's impossible in this life, but they could find a way back. Mayfield's under contract, and if he was under con- if he is under contract for next year, he has to show up. And if you play it out and get real crazy, he shows up, does what he's supposed to do, plays well. He's still tied to Cleveland. They can franchise tag him for three years. So, yeah, this is Mayfield essentially getting out in front of what we all think is coming, a trade of some form or fashion, uh, not just – Somebody coming in, but him being shipped out. It certainly is Mayfield getting out in front of it. The timing is very interesting. Obviously still under contract, and I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive. I would bet a lot of money that the organization had no clue this was coming. Maybe he did tip them off. I don't know. But this was very clearly... Mayfield feeling like he knows what's coming and trying to say something to Cleveland fans. It's just very peculiar to put this out while you're still under contract and no decision has been formally made. But that's a little bit of what you get with Baker Mayfield is that's an interesting timing type of thing. And he put the letter out. and Now we decipher uh, the, the imminent doom that is coming, right? If you listened, one of the f- few things I talked about was The introduction to this podcast, which out of respect to Mayfield, I will not change until they actually make a decision and move him formally one way or the other. Um, You know, it's been a nice run on this pod for four years with that intro music. So most of you have said you've enjoyed it. There are elements to it that I can keep and, and maybe we can figure out a way forward with it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I don't know, guys. I don't know. You've heard me for 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 a year here uh, since 2019. Lay out issues I've had with Mayfield for for him getting to other levels, right? Other levels of quarterback play, and I've done it pretty consistently. I've tried to be as respectful as possible to Baker Mayfield about things I thought he was deficient at, while also recognizing the things I thought he brought to the table, and. I have laid out a lot of what I thought as recently as last week with Pete and Nicole on their podcast which I posted here. I think there is an NFL quarterback in Baker Mayfield, but the ceiling of that NFL quarterback is very capped. And I do not blame a team A for not wanting to spend high volume money cap space on him and B um not, you know, based on the the friction of the relationship, not wanting to even do another year with him. So it's important to note there will be a trade with Mayfield as they cannot release him and I, and again this is just a, just me explaining the basics of the contract. There's no way they would not trade him, but they cannot release him. It is a it is a an outright dead cap of 18.9, but if they trade him there is no dead cap period. That money goes off the books completely. So let's backtrack it. Uh this is this could potentially be one of the last few times I talk about him and as I sit here tonight and it is a a thought of like four years, right? It's like it's like a relationship. A relationship maybe you knew at various points of the last two years, three years could come to an end. Higher points of belief in that ending at certain points. It certainly has reached a a peak after this past season and and, and all of the performance and the and the sound bites that we have talked about. And I just feel, I just feel kind of sad man like I feel sad I just I remember talking about how much I liked Mayfield Uh, he was my early first quarterback in a lot of rankings Uh, when I did the the draft study when the Browns were clearly headed for that number one pick I I wrote uh, a ton of things about him why he's not Johnny Manziel why we should take him serious he gets picked first there's a video of me pretty excited about that selection I was all in and I was even more all-in after 2018. And if you told me after 2018, hey, Jake, March 15th, 11 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, Baker Mayfield's going to post after year four his goodbye to Cleveland, uh, I would I would have said, you're crazy. I remember talks with Stephen Thomas, our good friend Brown's mock draft, about, about hey, man, above all else, they figured it out. They got their guy. He's He's their dude. You can see it. They're not in this quarterback carousel anymore. And then... 19 happened, and the deficiencies showed up as defenses adjusted to him. And 20 happened, and he got the right scheme and the right staff around him and the right players around him, and the Browns did right by him finally. Steps in the right direction. Still the deficiencies that were holding him back, but he was just better with the scheme. And then this year happened, and you say this is what the bottomed-out version of him looks like on top of the lack of progress in all these other areas. And it's easy to me to see why the Browns have arrived where they have arrived, but that does not change a lot of things. You can be understanding of the need, desire, want to move on from Mayfield for greener pastures at quarterback, understanding there is inherent risk. like You could say that this could go poorly, whoever they bring in, and it doesn't work out, and and you should have just kept Mayfield and, 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 and wrote it out. You could say that that could be an outcome we talk about in years, guys. I don't know. It could be. But as you look at the landscape, the way he's played, the future projections of what he can fix in his game, I do not blame the Cleveland Browns for swinging for the fences. And a lot of you will say, and a lot of my friends, family, siblings even tonight have said to me, you know, hey, they haven't had a, this is the best guy they've had. And he turned the Browns around. And yes, Mayfield was a huge part of turning things to the level of getting to the playoffs one time here in the last four years. and 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 gaining respectability some things we credited to Jarvis Landry some things get credited to Miles Garrett but i think i think in large part Mayfield brought a level of average to the quarterback position that the browns had not had in a long time but i also understand that they view this roster as a winnable super bowl roster if they continue to add the places that they have started to add and they get better quarterback play, and they don't see that path with Mayfield. So I do not get upset about that. I understand their angle. It does come with risk. You do get a flatline NFL quarterback with Mayfield. You could whiff on this. It is a risk. We'll talk about the decision, and there are looming, humongous decisions to come in the next few days. Humongous, humongous NFL-wide decisions to come at quarterback that are going to shape the next few years. I, I get it you get it we all get it as i just sit here tonight and it really like it dawns on you it's almost like your fight with somebody that ends a relationship and the final like the final blow is delivered and you're just kind of even though you know it's for the best and as i sit here now i feel like i know it's for the best for both parties it still kind of sucks you reminisce on the good times you reminisce on that jets debut right you reminisce on all those fun, crazy, out-of-pocket throws as rookie year—the Carolina game, the Atlanta game. You reminisce on, 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 on 2019, and and he came in out of shape, and he 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 kind of like was humbled, and then 2020 feeling like he'd he'd come back and kind of figured it all out, and took him to the playoffs, and overcame a poor start to the season to just play respectable quarterback and get better and better as he year on, and the scheme was working with what he does well. And um, you felt like, again, I I felt like after 2020, there was a path to him figuring some things out. And then 21 and and a rebirth of all the things that scare you and and have been data-based problems I have laid out in many places. There were some really great moments. I do think Baker Mayfield cared about the city. I really do. I do think he wanted to change the culture in Cleveland. And in a large part, he did help change the narrative around the Cleveland Browns in 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 his time here they just are searching for better and i don't blame them searching for better i understand you totally if you are upset about that search for better you're upset about how it was handled all of it but the cleveland browns are searching for better at the quarterback position does that better happen i don't know i really don't i don't think anybody does but and there are so many big decisions with huge conversations around them potentially floating into tomorrow and Thursday. But um, you know you're listening to this Wednesday into Thursday, Friday, and even the weekend. Like there are so many big decisions to come. But I just kind of wanted to share how sad I am that it's come to this point, and and um, it just sucks. I get everybody's side. I, I think I understand where the Browns are with Mayfield as a person and as a quarterback. Uh, we'll we'll see where Mayfield goes. His career is at a crossroads, right? His his career is at a huge, huge crossroads. Everybody thought Sam Darnold would get out of New York with the Jets, figure it out in in Carolina. I think a lot of people are afraid Baker Mayfield's going to leave here and do things at other places he wasn't doing here. Maybe that comes to fruition. I just have a an extremely hard time seeing him fix the things that are inherent at the position that are so hard to fix. I do think he can be a respectable NFL quarterback. Hover around average, spikes above average, spikes below average. I've said it before. I would have been fine. I would have been a betting man earlier this week that he was, it's only Tuesday when I'm recording this, but even as far as yesterday, I would have been a betting man that he was still going to be the quarterback. And now with tonight's message and, and all of that, it is, it is impossible to see working out. So, you know, guys, blame who you want to blame. Uh, Be upset at who you want to be upset at. I don't think anybody can sit here and prove anybody else wrong, but we just know right now that this is over. They're going to be fielding a new starting quarterback next year, and um, I guess there's a slim, tiny, tiny percentage that Mayfield is brought back, but it's hard to really see that at all given tonight's uh, given tonight's discussion, so I'll have more thoughts. I have not formulated everything on it. There will be more to talk about. A decision on Mayfield will be made. A decision on the next quarterback will be made. We'll see, guys. We'll see, man. I don't. I just am sad. I am sorry to keep saying it, but I just didn't. I didn't see it. I, I guess I knew it could end, but the the reality of it ending is pretty sad that it couldn't work out the way we all hoped a couple years ago and after twenty eighteen with where he could go. So um, it's a bummer. It's a real bummer, and we'll just have to hope for the best all the way around that it works out in a fashion that the Cleveland Browns can figure out something uh, to work out at quarterback here, whatever that decision is. It will be made pretty, pretty soon. For now, we go to our usual Tuesday content, uh, your Wednesday uh, Wednesday content for your podcast form, which is the Tuesday Mock Draft. My guest on this Mock Draft could not come. I did it alone, Ian McBride, who is our site uh, our site uh, videographer, our, our our graphics guy, who does a fantastic job behind the scenes, producer uh, joined me in this pod late in it, but did some thoughts on Treader, did some thoughts on um, MJ Stewart departing, some thoughts on uh, the trade for Chase Winovich, all at the beginning of this, and fielded some questions too. And then I did a quick brief through pick one oh six, no, through pick ninety eight mock, no, sorry ninety nine, because that's where the Browns pick was deemed today in the comp picks through pick 99 in this mock draft so do hope you enjoy it and like i said more thoughts will come on this topic but a somber somber night as uh, as we sit here and and try to think about where the browns go in the end of a end of an era here so um yeah interested in your feedback on this uh, on social i'm sure i'll see it uh, otherwise guys we'll figure this out together and talk about it as it happens so let's get over to that twitch show for now and join
1: Indeed.com slash blue Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Hi, guys. What's up? Welcome in. We're going to be doing a mock draft show. It is going to be me solo, though. So you're going to have to deal with that outcome. It is not going to be a dueling mock show. It will just be me on the solo side here, uh, willing to answer, chat about any of your questions. If you have questions, get them in now. I'm actually just posting a uh, piece of information on our website about the comp picks. So, um, yeah, just going to be me. So if you have some questions you would like answered, let me know. I am just kind of chilling here, kind of reacting to news, going to do a mock draft with you and uh, chat about some things that come out. We'll see what shakes out. Seems like there's a lot of things that uh, are coming down the pipeline about potential quarterbacks, uh, outside of Baker Mayfield. We'll see what comes of that. But we will just have to, uh, you know, keep our eyes peeled on what the outcome is. Posting now, like I said, about pick 99 is the comp pick um, uh, for the, the Browns receive for the hiring of Kweisi Adolfo Mensa. So that is being posted on the OBR. Now, I'm sorry, I'm multitasking, man. So you can see a little behind the curtain of how how we have to <laughs> – we have to post these things. So listen, things today, if you did not check out our website, let me post this right this second, and I will share this screen with you guys, and we can talk about a couple different things. We're going to talk about, obviously, a bunch of pieces of news, and I'm going to do a PFF mock draft, so we'll get that teed up here. Let me share my left side screen with you guys. There's that. Let me share it with you. So we will get to NFL mock draft simulator where we will be the Cleveland Browns tonight. And hopefully this thing does not start. It has not started yet. Uh, things on the OBR website. So the Browns awarded the 99th pick in the 2022 NFL draft. That's uh, information that you need is right there. Uh, otherwise, J.C. Treder released. So. Um, With Treader being released, this is something we tried to prep you with. I wrote an article on James Hudson, Nick Harris about three weeks ago. And in that, I wrote about why I think Nick Harris is going to be ready to handle this role. I think he made some strides in 2021's preseason where he started to flash his 2020 rookie season. Uh, I thought he was overwhelmed as a guard, which is not his position. For his first two years at Washington, that was Nick's position. But uh, he obviously slid over to center, and that's where he found the most success. So we noted, hey, the Browns are going to be tight against the cap. They made the Amari Cooper trade. They were actually down $3 million. Here are a list of people that could be cut. Keenum. Jarvis Landry which we, we all know Jarvis Landry was let go and then we we, we talked about J.C. Tretter could be one of them Kareem Hunt could be one of them just looking at cap numbers versus what comes with it and I think Nick Harris made a lot of sense for me because he showed out in 21 Has had two straight years where Treder did not practice very much uh, and that's because Treder was a warrior and was playing games and I have nothing but high praise for J.C. Treder for his time in Cleveland he's a, I'm a fan of his wherever he goes if you watched our mocked tra- our uh uh, our, our our film rooms with Kyle Murphy on the O-line all year. We talked about how much praise we have for Treader. This is a big role for Nick to fill, calling out protections, calling out line adjustments, calling out blocking checks at the line of scrimmage about communicating on double teams, communicating on who the mic is. So many things were put in Treader's lap. He handled them well, very cerebral, smart guy, obviously the NFLPA president, and then, this so so what I'm getting at with this rule I think Nick Harris physically is able to do it he showed it against the Packers Kenny Clark handled it think he can do it he's a special athlete out in space too but there's a lot that comes with the cerebral part unless they unless there's a quarterback change we'll see what happens they they put a lot on Treader's lap so um, we're just gonna have to see I think Nick can handle it I'm excited for the opportunity the Browns are already paying two guards a ton of money. But uh, when paying two guards a ton of money, you can't then pay $8 million more. you got to trim some fat if you're going to add a defensive end. The Browns have been rumored to be in play with a lot of defensive ends, big names, Von Miller, one of them. So, yes, opportunities to improve in areas that they are depleted while also bringing in a young player they think can play, and that's why they drafted him out of Washington. The Treader released. Fred Greetham touched on two different angles in the Deshaun Watson saga. I'm going to leave those to Fred for you to read. And I am going to leave that topic alone until that topic is uh, forced to be answered. Chase Winovich, the Browns made a big deal this morning uh, on 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 the front of improving depth in the pass rushing role. I do not view Chase Winovich, a third round pick, an older third round pick in twenty in twenty nineteen, as a means for um, a starting role opposite Miles Garrett. Okay, uh, I do think Chase can be a Tack McKinley type player. So we noted a couple different things. Uh, where he fits, his first two years being really strong. His first two years were really strong, uh, uh, 70 pass pressures in those first two years. Last year fell out of favor in New England. He fell out of favor because he was injured in the start of camp. And, um, you know, he was on physically unable to perform and then went on IR midseason with a hamstring issue. So I do think that Winovich can be a nice player for the role. He's not going to be expected to do a lot. You wonder why New England dealt him. I think there was a little bit of a disconnect in New England about him doing things the Patriot way some off-field stuff they didn't love in terms of how he approached things. But I think the thing we would probably say about Mac Wilson is the Browns were ready to part ways there. So I think both teams dealt from depth to improve depth at other positions. So I'm excited about Winovich. He's a depth guy, nothing more. I think he, like I said, they're viewing him as an athletic option at the Tack McKinley role, and you save about $1.5-ish million. If you if you understand the, the performance escalators, because uh, – the first year that uh, that that, that Mac Wilson was in Cleveland, because of that first year, he played over 900 snaps. He gets a performance escalation bonus, so he basically gets a contract that is a right of first refusal, which is like 2.4 million, give or take a little bit. So that money means essentially, uh, with Winovich not playing that sheer volume of snaps, it's an it's a it's a savings of 1.5. The Browns addressed him, a position I think they needed to look at adding players in. I think it's a win-win all around, right? I think it's a win-win all around. I like it. I, I'm into this. Not, you got to check your expectations for Winovich. Not going to be great, but can he perform the Tack McKinley role at an even cheaper price to save them some money? I think he can. Do note that you probably remember him from the long blonde hair. There is not the same long blonde hair. He just cut that long blonde hair off. So just uh, just note that uh, important stuff that I'm that I'm sharing with you here. But it's a savings, address a position. I like the move. I approved of it. Back to the OBR main page. Again, uh, n- the most recent mock draft from Stephen Thomas. He's going to be gone for a little while, so I will take over that for him. Um, and then and then uh, he's going to be gone for about four days, so I'll take over that over the next few days. And, yeah, let me check for questions. The, somebody said something about why do you think Kareem hasn't been cut yet. Could be. It depends on what they're trying to open cap for. If they get tight, there are these guys I've talked about could be cut. Keenum still rings a bell and hunt. I don't think they get rid of Kareem hunt as a very, very last resort on some type of major swing deal. That could be an option, but I just don't think they will. They could still also deal Dearness Johnson's over 2 million salary as well. So keep that in mind as a means for uh, ways in which they can save a penny uh, here and there. We are looking at quarterback. Who would you prefer and why right now? I think Derek Carr is the best fit. If the Raiders who have been very, very silent, are interested? If let me put it this way. I'm I'm going to address Baker. I think today, based on rumors that are out there, Jim Donovan's interview, where Jim Donovan said that the impact on the locker room for him missing Week 18 was was very tangible. There just are too many things coming out with Baker. I I, I just feel like there is a tide shift in the last week. The public pursuit of Deshaun Watson. Your feelings are not wrong on on Deshaun. I'm not here to to even discuss those feelings. Uh, I will only broach Deshaun Watson when I have to uh, from from the person person standpoint. The quarterback Deshaun is a very good quarterback, extremely good quarterback, but not going to address it until I need to address it. But I think Carr, from a give up standpoint, makes a ton of sense. We'll see whether the Raiders end up hanging on to him. There are other options. Jimmy Garoppolo is out there. Uh, There's some free agents. Jameis Winston still hovers on the market. I am not. Uh, I am not too keen on, uh, let me put it this way. If you did listen to my podcast last week, the one I did with Pete Smith and, uh, the podcast that I also had, uh, that that was with Nicole Chatham as well there for Pete's sake. I thought running it back with Baker was where this was going. I really felt that way. I was fine with it. Now, as we sit here and talk about the things that have come out, the things we are hearing, I have a hard time thinking that will be the outcome now it's just it's just too much stuff adding up and if i had to pick i would pick Carr. garoppolo we'll see if he hits the free agent market that's different thud 86 appreciate you so much for that seven months in a row any of you who hung out for the subathon yesterday six hours shout out to steven thomas for doing that awesome stuff awesome stuff thank you so much over oh, a ton of new subs like 160 new subs crazy stuff. We'll keep this stuff rolling into the draft, uh, percentage chance on Watson. I think is like 15, 20%. That's just my hunch. And, and, uh, that hunch means absolutely nothing. Um, third down pass rush guy for Winovich. Yes, that is my hunch on Winovich third down pass rush guy. Uh, otherwise I think that's all of the news. The Winovich deal, the JC Treder cut are the big pieces of news. We have no additional insight into what's going on on any other front with the trade market. Um, Tyrod Taylor sent a two-year, $17 million deal, eight and a half guaranteed uh, with the New York Giants. So uh, he is there to push, uh, to, to, to push uh, Daniel Jones. If anybody has any other questions, as I said, throw them in the chat. Miles Jack, good question. That's an interesting one. What his market looks like, I do not know. Uh, I'm very interested if, the, if it's not an overwhelming price point uh, I think that I could be into him as the as the Mike to go with JOK as the as the Will talkie as the Sam bring back another veteran. Very interested in Miles Jack if he's interested in coming to Cleveland. Uh, I would. Someone said Keenum. Um, I think it here. Mr. Pierce says Keenum, not Kareem. Yeah, I think the, but those are your two most logical next cut candidates. Uh, just my hunch. There could be wrong. We'll see what shakes out. Those two. Uh, if they have to create more space, uh, interesting. Those are the guys. Uh, designed, design resigned. Who might the Browns look into? I don't know. Great question about kickers. I know that we saw a punter. Uh, I cannot remember the guy's name. Is it Hecker from, from L.A.? I think got released today. Um, I'm into this market. Our own Fred Greetham wrote an article on this recently, um, just as recent as last week, where he named some of the guys who are out there in the market for this, this kicker punter stuff. We have not had many people uh, broach the topic of kicker punter. I want to see if I can find that for you uh, so we can go through some of the names. So of course that was the Amari Cooper trade. Here we are. So kicker punters that are available. Let's see if we can scroll down and find some of these guys. Young Hoku just resigned. We know he resigned with Atlanta for a big deal. 11 million guaranteed. Zane Gonzalez is also off the market. The Panthers have re-signed him. Uh, I believe he went to the Panthers. Someone can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong on that, but I believe uh, he went back. Uh, here we are at five months of subscription from IKOBR. Appreciate that five months very, very much. Matt Gay on the market, a kicker option. Dustin Hopkins on the market. Pinero's on the market. Nick Folk, I do not know. Randy Bullock, Greg Joseph. Eh, we want a blast from the past. Bring back Greg Joseph, but uh, Anger's an interesting punter. I think his average, his net was really good. Um, I really like the option there. And then I think, like I said, I think it was it Hecker earlier. That, that that's an interesting uh, interesting kicker as well. I, I just find some guys that you like and go with them. I don't spend too much time and now analyzing kicking kicking game. I just want it to be better. However, that option to improve gets better, please find a way to get that better. That's something we all cannot watch a ton of uh, Michael Pierce, ex Viking. I'm in if the price is right. It does not cost you a comp pick. I am very much in if they, uh, um, you know, want to bring in Michael Pierce. I'm, I'm definitely in on that angle as well. Can can be all in on that. And then there's other veterans, which I talked about on the pod yesterday, Eddie Goldman, um, who's visiting Baltimore. I'd be into Eddie Goldman. I, if, if he goes to Baltimore, like Marcus Williams did today, That's an extremely frustrating outcome for their defense getting better. I'm going to welcome any McBride who's going to join me, Ian. What's happening? Um, Johnny Hecker is the kicker that we're sorry, the punter we were talking about. I'm interested in him. Chandler Jones has been floated. Cleveland's been floated to be interested in a lot of these big market DNs. So that is an angle that everybody should be paying attention to and why they are clearing some cap among other reasons. Um, But yeah, Hecker is interesting. I would be into that or uh, the, the, uh, the, the, what's his name anger from, from, from Dallas have not studied the kicker market for, uh, for, for full transparency there. I just kicker market dread up very not, quickly. Not, uh, did. two guys, you
2: mentioned, I think Nick Folk and Greg Joseph are, are both off the market. Uh, as it's well. going so I, don't know,
0: I don't know who's left at this very point. quick, very quickly moving kicker market. It might be a draft a guy thing. Um, yeah, might be a draft a guy thing there. So they got the, uh, Dick, the Cameron, uh, Dicker, the kicker. Uh, is out there. So uh, if you want to go get the the kid from Texas, there's, we'll see. I don't know. It's not enough of those kickers around the league. So it's, it's always dicey. We'll see what shakes out. But for now we should talk about a mock draft while we have picks. If they trade for one of these other quarterbacks that are out on the market, the picks could change. Um, But we will see another question here. And as as your questions come in, um, I will try to answer them to the best of my knowledge. Is this getting floated because of interest or leverage for their client? I'm not sure uh, what's the angle on this one. Um, what, what is this? I'm not sure. We'll come back to that one, Mr. Pierce, if you want to uh, clear that up. If three and a half years ago someone said this would be with Baker, what would your response be? I, I would be stunned. I'd call you an idiot. Didn't see it going here after 2018, really did not. And I have covered in length why I was excited when they drafted him, why I liked him, why I thought he was going to be very good after 2018 the data that told me that it was promising and then some things have gone off the rails. He's never improved his comfort and chaos, his backside, his next read data is poor. His check down data. EPA is poor, but well below average in both of those categories. Basically, if it's not a scheme answer or a first read answer, it is, it is, it is tough. It has not been good. And that's areas that you typically don't see guys get better at that, that pocket navigation, comfort and chaos You either have the tools to overcome that, such as the runners out there, Josh Allen, extenders, Patrick Mahomes, um, and and Josh Allen's also an extender, Watson also an extender, Lamar's a runner. Those guys can overcome it with different paths to creating successful plays. Baker doesn't have that, so that's where you start to get concerned. I thought 2022 he could be back and try to run it back with what he's good at and see if they can get enough out of it, but again – it does not look to be headed in that direction to the point now that i would be pretty surprised if it is him at uh at quarterback at the start of the season next year ian what are your thoughts based on things you are seeing uh, i'm going to make it. some trades while you're doing that ian i'm going to they have picked 99 and then they got some other picks so i'm going to try to fire it that off. Way. uh
2: i don't think there's any chance baker mayfield is is going to be the quarterback i think it, this is just a personal thought. This isn't any you know, insider inf- information. Obviously, I don't have any of that. But uh, I think when you go in the situation with Watson and you make it very public that you're looking for a quarterback, it's because the decision has been made uh, and the decision has been made to move on from Mayfield. Uh, I think the reason they made the decision now is because they felt uh, it was advantageous to make the decision now with the current quarterback market, how many teams need a QB uh, and how difficult it would be to trade him next year compared to this year. Uh, I think, I think the decision was made to pursue Watson because they felt Mayfield, they they could get a return for Mayfield this year that they maybe couldn't get next year um, because you're looking at, Next year it would be a franchise tag. Is he even worth a franchise tag versus this year? They wherever he goes, one year eighteen million guaranteed uh, for a starting quarterback. That's kind of a bargain, you know. Uh, you, you've got Tyrod Taylor's backup getting eight million. So uh, I think I, I, I think the decision has been made, and I think they will be moving on from Mayfield. Um, I think the unfortunate thing is we don't hundred percent know what's going to happen if it's not Watson. Uh, And I think a lot of people don't want it to be Watson. I I personally don't want it to be Watson, but uh, the prospect of it not being Watson is, is equally uh, is equally terrifying because then the only options left that you really might enjoy are Derek Carr and Matt Ryan. And I don't think either of them are very likely. So uh, it'd be a a big, a big question mark moving into next season. But I, I think, I, they have made it public that they're trying to upgrade a quarterback and I think that means Mayfield's going to be gone.
0: Yeah, I tend to think you are spot on about about that with with Mayfield. It's hard to see it before this week I thought there was a path. It's right now hard yeah. to see based on things that have come out how that how that works out. So yeah. um I'm trying to find the right picks here. PFF has got to get this. whole. <laughs> they have pick like one Oh four when they have pick one Oh six 99. Yeah. They have for the Rams. So I'm going to swap out. With yeah. The I don't Rams. think they've got the comp picks in yet. That was only a couple of hours no. ago. I would, I would take them getting that right. So I'm going to offer. Rams got them. an entire draft in comp picks.
2: So if you, for people wondering what the strategy is for the Rams, uh, it's make those trades. And if they end up leaving, you get, you get picks out of it. They got like four or five picks just from comp picks. It's insane it's
0: Bananas.
2: I think Jimmy G will be easier to trade for. I think that's true, but I think it's, it's difficult to really say any starting quarterback that the Browns can go out there and get right now is going. Anybody you go after any single quarterback you go after right now, you're going to have to overpay. It, it, you it's just how it is they're not 32 starting level nfl quarterbacks right now in the league so if you want one you, you gotta overpay even if you're paying for jimmy g who's like the 25th best quarterback in the league you're gonna have to overpay you're gonna have to pay something you, you don't want just to get the luxury of playing a bottom-end quarterback
0: i do agree i do agree um I'm just trying to mesh up pick one seventeen, yeah. The supply demand thing, right, is always, yeah, so dicey. If if
2: the best case scenario, in my opinion, is the Falcons win this sweepstakes, because that means I don't think the Texans would have any interest in Matt Ryan. That would mean Matt Ryan would definitively be on the market. And I think as far as you know, one to two year stop gaps go, which is what the Browns would kind of have to look for, unless they're getting Derek Carr matt ryan would be my personal choice uh but that's you know a lot of things need to fall that way so
0: yeah i've i've talked about matt ryan several times it's just a means to to figure out where you're going and i think i think atlanta's very in, as you know and have mentioned here that, that it has been reported that they're very in. so that angle would make some sense i i i mean listen i hate where this is at but this is this is where it's going. They have made, it seems they've made their mind up because for Jim Donovan to get that out there today, who's a very zipped up guy, um, it, it's hard for me to see that. Right, it's hard for me to see that going public without some level of serious dissension going on i think i've got these picks right now okay. um i had to force some ugly trades so don't get yeah mad I mean, we don't this care this what anybody else picks. does in the draft right yeah just as long as there's other picks happening that would take guys off the board so let's start it guys and um see what we can muster up here so let's start the draft that is going we to be Matt really ryan's uh, deal got
2: renegotiated it does way. and it, it would be it's it still so awful be, but
0: It would be awful for them, like Atlanta's dead cap there would not be pretty. But, I mean,
2: if they're getting Deshaun Watson, they're not going to keep both of those guys on the roster. They're just not, so.
0: No, so, yeah, we're just going to have to see what that looks like. Uh, I just have a hard time with what Atlanta has to give up and what they currently have in-house, but maybe it doesn't matter. So, okay, so we're sitting here at pick 13. Hutchinson goes first. Some names at the top of the draft you would expect. The one that is tough is Garrett Wilson goes pick twelve. Apparently Minnesota wants to have the best wide receiver core in the NFL. Don't blame him. <laughs> um we get offered pick eighteen from I don't really know what they're they're offering eighteen and fifty, I would imagine, maybe ninety-seven. For thir- 18 and fifty for thirteen. I guess you move
2: up in the third as well there.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't really know what they're looking to do here that just says this is a trade. You guys may Oh notice. this is oh it's just eighteen for thirteen. It's not I can't I'm, imagine I, that I don't would know what be real I don't is know. There, hold on. What other pick 20 maybe you guys are more experienced with this i think we'd have to pick what we wanted these are teams that are interested oh it's
2: okay yeah they're they're not okay let's
0: look at what players are i'm a little too zoomed in i think folks yeah so let's go here so we got drake london's on the board who i would be fine picking jameson williams um jordan davis is of interest to me still malik willis i think we'll gone at this point, but in this scenario, he's still here. Lewis seen is fun. Traylon Burks. I'm interested Tyler, in
2: just for just for Stephen, but I think they're sticking with the Harris. But we'll um, mention Linderbaum now that's yeah,
0: yeah, Linderbaum's got some some interesting measurables that I think teams might be a little slow on, but I don't seem getting past Cincinnati at 31. So, uh yeah, if if they're willing to give us 18 and 50, I would move back five spots. That's just me personally. I want to gather as much so. Listen, there's a 57% chance to be accepted. I think, Um, I think, in
2: on this board, uh, that's a reasonable sort of deal. You might even see the Saints go more than that with Malik Willis still on the board. Uh, Yeah, that's
0: where I think they might come up, right? They might get really spicy. Uh, so I don't know what what, uh, Chicago
2: got for for Fields. If you're trading up for a quarterback, you're gonna have to pay more. It's every single Points in the league where you're trying to get a quarterback, it costs
0: too much. So, I dig it. I dig it. So that's what we get, 18 and 50 for pick 13. I like that. You read Cather a pick that you lost, uh, a much better pick than what you gave to Dallas, but you get that pick back. So we're going to resume it. Let's see what happens. Um, Karlaftis is gone, who we would have been interested, Jordan Davis, Jameson Williams, Drake Andrew London. So Andrew a lot of guys we were very interested in. Uh, at this point, it's Alave. Ojabo's still out there. Jermaine Johnson's a little too old. Andrew Booth is a very good player. So I would be very interested right here in, in Ojabo. I think he could be a fun player for Cleveland. 6'5", uh, 250. Man, PFF's got this whole thing linked up. Right. This looks good. Um, yeah, I, li- I, like, I like the raw tools. I think they could go d tier. here. I think I'm going to go D end here and presume yeah. that they end up uh, addressing wide receiver with another free agent. And then we will still be interested in wide receiver, but I like the edge here that you could get at this spot and gather the top 50 pick. Yeah. So we will take David. I think,
2: I, I think obviously depending on how the off season goes, they might be looking at a quarterback at that, especially mm-hmm. with all of them on the board, but it's different. It's really difficult to project because it really depends, you know, if they manage to get a guy like their car, obviously they're not going to go. Uh, anywhere near a quarterback, but if they get the stopgap, so it's it's kind of tough to predict. So, it I don't know, I don't think it's I think I think it's better off just to, trying to address the other parts of the roster, and then once the Browns make their quarterback move, we can figure out what they do in the draft.
0: I did break my my Drake Street. <laughs> I have Street. been on Drake London on this episode show uh whenever i've been speaking all, of i'm happy teams trying to, to assemble that. a receiver core that would be
2: three straight first round receivers for the eagles wouldn't it they took london there they took yeah, uh, smith they take, and then rager
0: the year before that would be three they're they're searching they're searching yeah london and carl left is 15, 15, 15 at 16 for philadelphia would be uh very that's good nice for haul. them that's a nice haul today they, they have one other first rounder late or just two you they only have two. Okay. Oh no, they have Johnson, pick oh, they, nineteen. Oh, wow. if they did take Jermaine Johnson. That'd be a good pick for them. A little older, but a good pick. Malik Steelers Lewis. taking Malik Willis. Uh, Alave goes to New England. So on the wide receiver market, all of the bigger names are gone. Um, you're you're talking about Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, and then Jameson Williams. Your first two to go. Drake London goes to fifteen. Alave goes 21. And then third, I was going to consider trading up, but there's nobody I'm hungry to trade up for right here. So Traylon Burks goes 26. So we will keep it flying, in my opinion, and see what's out there. Because you know, Jahan Dotson goes, and then we see Pickens go. <laughs> PFS got a, PFS yeah, got they it. Got they
2: just did, they least the Lions,
0: take two quarterbacks. <laughs> they took Oh, yeah. And Matt Coral right here saying, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they yeah say, I screw I don't know it. if they're doing that right. This is an example of how the wide receiver market starts to get tight, actually, yeah. where it really uh, condenses itself quickly. So this is really, really, really a good example, in my opinion, of what that, uh, that market, you might need to move up for a guy in that market if you want to go up and get one. If you look at just wide receivers, um, let me see, where is the, there it is. I mean, I like Justin Ross, you're banking on some health things, Christian Watson's, uh, got Someone's some fun trades. Um,
2: I don't know if it'll be the Browns, but somebody's going to fall in love with him.
0: I, I definitely think someone, I could see him being a top 40 pick. Uh, I do like Alec Pierce. He tested really, really well. I don't think that's a good question. Um, I don't think Watson is an option in the top two rounds. He's just too old and he's too raw. I would be inclined right here to take John Mechie. I know he's coming off an ACL tear, but I think he's a very good player. I think he's trending just like his teammate. Uh, jameson williams to be back in time for midseason at the latest they're trying to talk about early season we'll see where that shakes out too but i do like the idea of mechy right here um, and then having a pick for some other positions a little later but wanting to secure a talented wide receiver at this point i think is a really good a really good spot to uh to take one so i'm going to take Mechie here uh, as it gives us a really good well if i could find the guy did i pass him no, I think he was way down there. He's in the seventies. I just really like how he gets off the line.
2: Um, yeah, I think
0: he—he's a guy who would have been.
2: Uh, was he was projected to maybe be the first wide receiver off the board, beginning of the season, and then, yeah. uh, and then obviously injuries, you know, became a thing, and you had Jamison Williams come out of nowhere,
0: uh, yeah. stole the shine there for sure. Stole the shine. Um, okay, so now we're back up again there's logan hall who you guys know i love uh, as we're looking at other guys trey mcbride big fan if they are going to actually look to reset some of their shaping at tight end mcbride is a fun player uh we should continue to consider interior defensive line which we're talking about with hall winfrey uh is is still a name floating in there as well i'd be inclined to take one of these guys probably logan hall because you guys know how much i like him um They will probably be looking at an interior offensive lineman at some point now that, excuse me, Treader is, is, is released. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Um, I do like Jalen Petrie though. And they just lost MJ Stewart to free agency to Houston. So I am going to take Jalen here because I like his safety corner flex and playing in the slot alley role. So I'm going to take Jalen, and we'll come back and revisit the other positions in a couple minutes here with 77.
2: Yeah, I think already at this point, you're probably not getting a day one starter
0: uh, in the interior defensive line anyway. So I would agree. So 78, Watson's still on the board. PFF not as high on him. I like Donovan West. I think he's very, very talented uh, from Arizona State. Uh, Nick Cross tested off the charts uh, as a safety. Really like his game. Uh, Let's see here. Cameron Thomas as another edge is a very fun player. Dylan Parham's a fun player. This is an interesting spot. Let's look at IDL and see if there's anybody we're crazy about there. Not really um otito's fun he's got some traits that are all right john ridgeway's fun let's see i hope i selected all seven rounds i think i selected all seven rounds but i I might not have if i didn't that's actually going to be a bummer we'll draft as far as this will let me draft i'm sorry guys if i didn't select seven rounds because i don't think oh boy uh-oh. So we're only going to go to pick 102. So <laughs> yeah. sorry about that. I mean, yeah, that's what five or six picks. now. you got yeah. yeah. we, Who knows what the we pick? Be based we picked up an extra one. Day. That counts. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like it. So here I would be inclined best player on my board. I really like Cameron Thomas. Um, I think he's a fun player and I still think he's a, I think he's still 22. Uh, I'm okay to continue adding uh, edge, edge, edge bodies. I know I grabbed a Jabo. Mm. I don't know. I don't love any of the defensive. Uh, yeah. Well, you really want to go.
2: Yeah. You really want to go uh, into your defensive line here, but there's just no, and that's, that's something that's, you know, I think going to happen. Um, I, I think this front office has sort of displayed so far, at least that interior defensive line is not the highest priority for them. Um, so I mean, this is an acceptable risk for them. This is something that they might go into the draft saying, okay, we'll pick somebody in three uh, round three, round four. If they're, you know, somebody we like, if not, then
0: we're going to roll with what we got. So I agree. I agree. Um, boy, there's a lot of fun defensive guys on the board. I do like Isaiah likely a lot. They don't have him as high up the board as as some people do is maybe the best tight end in this class. It's like a bigger, stronger, bigger difference maker. Um, Man, I just I don't feel team the team. need. I just don't feel the need to. F- I think there are some fun late round interior guys, yeah. and I think they still have Dunn and Hans, who I think are fine players in there. Yeah, I think
2: I think they have a lot of plans for Michael Dunn. Um, yeah, I
0: don't I don't want to force any picks inside. And I just picked a nice DB. I feel good about some safety corner flex. uh Beavers is more of a Sam. He's not going to be an every down linebacker, so I'm not really interested there. Shakir's fun. Calvin Austin also fun. Um, you know I'm not against Romeo Dubs either. But again, I'm only going to pick 102 here. So this is kind of our last pick. It's going to be a quick episode tonight, my friends. <laughs> um Zion McCollum tested off the charts Sam Houston State. I like him. I'm going to take likely here. Just to uh, let's uh before oh okay I was gonna say before we, we still have another like, we have another pick I was wrong I was, I was gonna, gonna say
2: just we're not gonna take them but let's let's take a look at what the kickers are <laughs> just because that that came up do earlier and we got to fill a little time let's, yeah so the, the punter yeah. kid is interesting I know uh, this this up. is a this is a really good punter draft this is one of the best punter drafts in a while I don't know about the kickers though
0: yeah the kickers it's the stout kid from Penn State Cameron Dickers Six, the one that everybody's is dog. a kicker dang. They they're big guys and some of these guys really really ran well. Um, yeah, I see. yeah, ran I think there was really a well. The, like, the kid the from five. Georgia ran yeah, really well good. too. Um, good athletes. Yeah, I mean there's some names here between Dicker and Areza that I'd be uh, that, that I be into. I mean, some people really like Stout and I've seen some people really praise Kamarta as well. So, I'd be in any of those guys. So, reminder that we, it's a little too early for my blood, personally. Oh, yeah, we're, we're not, totally, totally we're, we're not
2: taking it, but just, just to, just to look at the names because it, I've it, seen it some really
0: people bad. try to argue third round. Uh, third <laughs> well, round. They should have,
2: they, if they, they wanted McPherson last mm-hmm. year, they brought McPherson in for a visit and, uh, he got sniped in the fifth round. So if they really like a guy, I wouldn't be. The most shocked to see it in the fourth round just because mm-hmm. he got sniped in the fifth, but, uh, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think this, this, uh, this
0: front office is going to take a special teamer, uh, in the top three rounds. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. So the reminder who we've taken David Ojabo, we moved back to pick 18 and picked up pick 50. So we moved back to 50, uh, sorry, gathered pick 50. We took John Mechie at pick 44. Then we took Jalen Petrie at, uh, pick 50. And then at pick seventy-eight, we took tight end Isaiah Likely. And then now we are on our last pick because this is a uh, Jake did not set up the draft board the way he needed to and pick all seven rounds. We are on our final pick, where I'm sure a little let us look at the board after and we can maybe yeah take a look at some sure. of the guys. Good call. So, like I said, I've kind of addressed some defense stuff I'd like to address, and clearly the Browns are going to move some players here soon that Ooh, are going to make it. Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> yeah, Sanders is still there. Again, along the interior, this is an example, a good, good draft example of, of just how thin defensive tackle is. And if you want one early, uh, you better really look at – the Browns want to solve one of three things. They'd like to solve interior defensive line, D-end, or that like hybrid, I think, DB role before the draft so that they're not looking at those as a necessity – and they can go wide receiver and then knock out one of those, right? They don't want to feel like they got to take a Jabbo and an interior guy. I think they would like to. Uh, I like to solve those things. So yeah, again, I think the- they also they don't necessarily want to be forced to take a guy that
2: has to start right away either. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamison, because after Cooper, Jamison Williams is another option. If there's, you know, somebody on the edge they feel is is the better prospect but may not be ready to go right away. Um mm-hmm. they don't want, they don't want to be they don't want to have their hand forced. Uh it, it yeah, fell into yeah. place. Jedrick wills and Greg Newsom fell into place, but there's no guarantee it happens again.
0: Yep. Especially moving back, I could have taken a wide receiver I wanted, but then there's some some conjecture on my end in this draft where I said they maybe go out and sign somebody like Juju or somebody, and then uh, the ability to get a D end is out the window. And then this draft we're looking at like, okay, we'd like another D end. Uh, how how can. crazy is the, I mean I heard Juju was like the the Jaguars were looking
2: at uh you know. Christian uh we're looking at Juju for the as baby being their number 1. It's it's kind of crazy to me thinking about that Kirk stuff cuz if I'm if I'm just directly comparing Juju versus Kirk, I don't know that Kirk comes out on top and he's the third highest paid wide receiver in the league now. So if it if is. if it's possible for the Browns to get Juju on like one year 7 mil, uh that would be I think a, a really nice really nice guess. He's
0: definitely definitely pointing toward another one year deal for that guy. Um let's make our last pick. In this case, the, the the value of Sanders at one nineteen is, sorry, pick ninety nine is hard for me to pass up. They have some people higher. They have Shakir higher. Um, Dubs is obviously fun, vertical threat guy. Yeah, I think but- Sanders'
2: the size is nice. I think that's something that is kind of a big deal. He's not one of these edges that you that has to put on a bunch of weight before you can get them against the run. And I think yeah. that's really valuable for this front office is is, is to not have just pass rushers as they have guys who can do uh, who are at least they won't be able to do it right away but he's physically capable of you know doing everything he needs to do
0: agreed so we don't get to look at the players left actually we just get to uh see the grade for our shortened draft <laughs> sorry about that guys ignore the trade stuff uh, John, that is not D- minus. we're just trying to get the we're getting the labels they are not big matchy guys over at pro no. focus not isaiah like the guys either so this is our draft. Don't worry about the trades. Again, those were just getting the specific exact picks right. I'm sure these simulators will have those updated. The only trade that was real was pick 13 uh, shipped to the Saints for their uh, pick 18 and pick 50 in this draft. So I did take that, and yeah, that's that's the look at the draft that we had tonight. We'll see. There could obviously, um, you know, there could obviously be a bunch of changes in the immediate. There feels like a matter of not if but when at this point ian for some sort of quarterback movement yep. we will see where Absolutely. that takes cleveland um until then we will keep covering what we know as best we know check rumor central where brad steinbrook and lane atkins are staying on top of things they are hearing yep. internally make sure
2: make sure to yep. keep an eye on rumor central brad is uh brad's brad's getting stuff out there uh, several hours before the national media it's important stuff so i would definitely uh make sure you're checking that.
0: I would say this is a good question. I would say LaVisca Chenault is on the market. I would I would be interested in him. I would go as high as pick in this draft. We had pick 98, uh, 99 in round three. I would be willing to maybe go as high as that. I think he's a fun gadget player who needs more opportunity. I think uh, I think his, his market will be less than pick 99, could be pick um, – you know these ones we didn't get to here more pick 117 106 area but i would be into Chenault based on the wild amount of expenditures that we have seen from the jacksonville jaguars Is it's just an every other year circus for that organization jaguars and, jaguars um, screwed a lot
2: of people over with those over. you know russell gage getting 10 million a year that's that's something that you know before the we will be like oh wow he's, he's a little bit overpaid but compared to everybody else jeez
0: I know man, it's pretty crazy. We'll see what happens. It's moving quickly. Keep your eye on Twitter. I'm sure there's gonna be something to break soon. There are about a hundred of you hanging out. Sorry, this got cut a little short with uh setting up the structure of this draft. I screwed well, that up, but we got um, we got some apologies. more
2: uh, OBR stuff coming soon. Nine o'clock tonight, Grouch Beers podcast. Uh, I'm sure they will be talking about all of the news that has been going on. So make sure to tune into that as well. They're, we are not done with the uh, the OBR on Twitch for the night. Uh,
0: my friend Lane is answering Ask the Insider questions all the time. So that is Lane. That's not false advertising. Rumor Central is not uh, always where he posts his insights. He answers questions. So anyway, that's a wrap for tonight's show. Ian, you're the man, dude. Thanks for joining me tonight on Short Notice. Appreciate you. All right. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a, have a great night, everybody. See you at 9 o'clock. All right, guys. Thanks. Join Garage Beers on at 9 o'clock with Tom Hamilton. It's an awesome episode. Join them. Check out. Appreciate you guys. Have a great night. Baseball's back. Go Browns.